All right. So if there was ever a podcast where I was like, like, you need to listen to this one. Like you really do. Um, it's really going to help you understand like a concept that I'm so passionate about that it's helped me get to where I am today. And I'm not saying that I'm like better than anyone. I'm just saying that I'm in a really nice place when it comes to my business running for me. And I have a lot of free time and, uh, I, I created a lot of opportunity for a lot of good people. Um, and I'm really thankful for that. And I want to share that with people who have taken the leap to start a business. I think you're a special breed of human to go out there and, uh, start a business and it's risky. You know, your, your family's counting on you. You're counting on you. You weren't taught this in school. Um, and you put your neck out there to serve the marketplace and to create jobs for others. Yes. You get the benefit of making good money understood. Um, but it's not easy, you know, by any stretch of the imagination, you gotta be somewhat crazy. Um, so, you know, I really want you to listen to this. This is a, uh, you know, this is a special episode of just understanding a new perspective of how you should treat your business. Look, a lot of back and forth in this one. If you have a notepad, grab it. Um, if you hear a concept, pause it, rewind it. I put a lot into this episode, so I think you're going to get some, uh, some good value. Thanks for listening, guys. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right, they're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener, it's so much better, and that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time, and that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat, and that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets Podcast. What's up, guys? So today I want to talk to you about optimizing. What's optimizing? Well, for me, um, I'm going to give you my definition. I'm not looking anything up straight up. Optimizing is maximizing resources. Okay. That is what optimizing is maximizing resources, not to the point where resources are overextended when it comes to people. We don't want to do that, but we want to do is we want to maximize our resources with as little resources to do so as possible. Ooh, Grab that one, guys. Okay, so optimizing. We're optimizing our business when we create a system that works over and over and over and over again. And as we're doing that, we're minimizing the resources that we use to get that system up and running. So let me put it this way. When I first started my business, I was spending $4,000 a month on HomeAdvisor. That's right. No lie. Okay, this is no lie. Home Advisor is not a scam. Don't listen to the people that haven't spent as much money as I have on them, okay? It is what it is. They're a marketing agency. Anyone that you hire to send you leads, whether it's Home Advisor or whether it's, you know, uh, anyone who has a marketing agency, okay? They can't guarantee you results. It's all it's up to you to convert an opportunity to a sale. Okay. That's your sales process. It's not the marketer's fault. Okay. And a lot of people blame, you know, home advisor for, you know, bogus leads. First of all, they give you credits on anyone that doesn't answer the phone, if their phone's off or whatever. But it, it, from there, you've got to take your sales process and you've got to create a good sales process. You know, so anyway, long story short here, I was spending four grand a month on home advisor, right? Okay. 
That was in the beginning of my business, not the very beginning, probably about six to eight months in when I started to build a team of about four. Okay. And what I wanted was to make sure that these guys had work every single week, but I also wanted to make sure that the jobs that I was getting were my ideal job types, which early on my business, you guys may know this. All I did was take exterior jobs for like the first year. I would say no to interiors and everyone would say, Tanner, that's crazy. You're missing out on so much work. That's fine. I'm optimizing right now. Optimizing. Okay. And that's a word that I think a lot of us should really focus on as we try to grow our business. We want to optimize our resources. Okay. So let's talk about the opposite of optimize, optimization. Okay. Op op opposite of optimization is doing everything and anything. So taking on anyone's request quoting everything, I mean, and being afraid to say no. And really the reason why we're afraid to say no in most cases is because we do not have a marketing system that we trust to bring us business. Usually everyone knows this concept, right? I have one job type that I love doing. I've one job type that makes us great money. I've one job type that my team loves doing, and we're really, really good at it. Everyone understands that concept. Here's the other part of this. I understand if I take on something completely different from this, it'll mess up our momentum. So for example, if you're an interior painting contractor and you do walls, trim, ceilings, and doors, and someone asks you to do a popcorn ceiling removal, okay, you're going to quote that if you have no work coming up because you have no work coming up. You have to do it. You're in a scarcity mindset at that point in time, so you make decisions out of survival to make sure that you can make money and have your team busy. But what does that do? It creates stress. It creates processes that require you to be physically present because your team may not have experience doing this. It creates uncertainty. It creates frustration. Your, your team has to learn a completely new task. Like I talk about this a lot, but it, it's deeper than, than that. So you look at the costs of what it is when you take something out of scarcity and you compare it to the cost of paying for marketing to deliver you the exact type of results that you want when it comes to job types. And even if the marketing expense is higher, so for example, let's say it costs me four grand every month to make sure that I'm getting optimal job types for my optimized business. Okay, four grand. But let's say I look at the cost in terms of that as I don't want to spend that four grand. I'd rather just take whatever comes my way because I don't want to spend that four grand. Well, think about the intangible cost that we can't measure employee frustration, your time on the job, taking away from you, says, uh, you know, doing more estimates, selling more jobs. Okay. How much are you losing? Because you've got to be physically present on a job that really only allows for a certain skill set that your team members were not trained on and don't do every day, but you took the job because you didn't have anything else. That's just, that's just poor planning. So I looked at this early on and I said, okay, I'm getting asked to do a lot of things, but I don't want to do those things. Number one, because again, it's going to stress out my team. Number two, I can't predict results. Number three, I can't duplicate this process. I, I, I would feel as though I had to be on the job. And yes, I am victim of this. So I'm speaking to you from experience. I did take on the, the stupid popcorn removal job. I did take on the stupid drywall repair job. I did take on the stupid tile job. And I'm trying to save you time. 
and I'm trying to help you understand this new concept here is optimization. Optimize a system. And inside of your business, your focus should be, let me get really good at one thing. Let me market for one thing. Let me teach my team one thing. Let me get them to the point where we're profitable in this area over and over and over and over again. You know, my favorite job types are full interior repaints. Okay. Here's why. Number one, I don't have to worry about weather. That's my absolute favorite reason why that is my favorite job type. Number two, it staffs my whole team for a week. I don't have to worry about another job for that crew. Okay. So those are, those are great things for me. Number three, the paint cost is a lot less than what it would be to staff a crew for the same amount of time on an exterior that would take the same amount of days. The paint cost is a lot less. Number four, I don't have to pay for pressure washing. Okay. So that's a cost that I'm saving. Okay. And the margins are going to be higher on those jobs. Okay. That's called optimization. And really guys, it would take you 10 minutes to sit down and draw that out. How much would it cost me to staff my team for a week? On a one-week interior, you know what is the what is what is the amount per day that I have to sell in order to hit the margin that I want to hit based on my labor costs and a reasonable amount for paint. And then I would look at that on a week basis, and I'd say, okay, so for example, if I staff my whole guys, all my whole crew for a week, I'm looking at you know three grand in labor for those guys. And let's say for that week, I spend around a thousand in paint, so that's four grand in in job costs. So I'd say, okay, well, if I'm aiming to make, I don't know, 50% profit on every single job that we do. And those guys are taking up five days for one job. Then at the very least, I need to sell a five day job for eight grand. Now, yes, we would get a little more detailed into the numbers, but I'm just being general here to show you how easy it is. That's optimization guys. That's optimizing your understanding your costs and then optimizing how much you're selling jobs for. So if I, so here's an example, if I get a two day job and I know I need to hit eight grand for the week. Okay. I'm looking at it as, okay, if, if I need to hit $8,000 for a week, you know, doing fast math here, you know, divide that by divide 8,000 uh, by five. Okay. I'm looking at $1,600 per day. So I would look at that two day job and say, okay, well, if I need to make $1,600 per day, I would have to sell that job bare minimum for $3,200 if it's a two day job. Well, uh oh, okay. So let's say a three day job comes my way. So that would be 1600 times three. And I need to sell that three day job for $4,800. So for the two day job, it's 3,200 for the three day job it's 4,800. And what does that do? That gives me eight grand for the week. I'm optimizing that week based off of those metrics. Okay. So optimization starts obviously with understanding your numbers so you can optimize your week. You can make sure that you're operating at maximum efficiency with minimum resources. Okay. So that is the focus of optimization. Listen, you can optimize every area of your business. What I just went over with you was optimizing our, obviously our sales and estimating process. Okay. But what about our production process? That's kind of what I was telling you about is understanding that, okay, if I spend $4,000, I should get 25 leads. All 25 of those leads would be, and listen, that is a very high lead cost, by the way. So if you spent $4,000 and only got 25 leads, you're looking at $160 a lead when the average lead should be between 50 and $60. So if you spent $4,000, you're looking at about 80 freaking leads. I mean, you know, 
A lot of us wouldn't even know what to do with 80 leads, okay? And you don't even need that much if you only have one crew. And if you only have one crew, and let's say your average job size, you know, I love these numbers, man. I mean, you know, you've got to be a fanatic about this stuff. Like, okay, cool. If, like my average job size is, you know, four grand. How many jobs do I need to sell to be optimal, right? So if your average, like, so, so look at it like this, okay? So if we get, if we have a crew of, if we have a crew of four, and we're putting them on a job, okay? Those guys need to make $8,000 in a week in order to be optimal, okay? So look at it like this. So eight times four is 32. So that means if you just had one crew and you were not a part of that crew, you would need to sell $32,000 to be optimal based on my scenario, saying that their labor cost is three grand and you're using about $1,000 of paint um, in a week. So let's, I'm just giving you random numbers here to just help you understand this concept. Okay. So for example, we need to understand our closing rate. Okay. Closing rate is essentially how many estimates do I need to do to sell one job? Okay. So for example, if you only sell one out of four estimates, not like, that's not a bad thing. That probably means that you're pricing your jobs pretty good. You know, if obviously if you work on your sales process, you can get that number up, uh, over the course of a month, but let's say you just sell one out of four. Okay. So that's a 25% closing ratio. The next thing you want to do is you want to look at what your average job size is. Okay. So let's say for example, you do a pretty good job of getting at least two day jobs and you found out a way to be optimal at 3,200. Okay. So let's look at it like this. Okay. Your team is working an average of, you know, 20 days in a week. Okay. And let's say that you found a way to make sure that you're at least selling $1,600 per day. Okay. So 20 times 1600, you guessed it. $32,000 is the monthly revenue for that crew. Okay. If you're selling one out of four, okay. And let's say that your average job size is 3,200. So we're going to take 32,000. We're going to divide it by 3,200. So that means that you need to sell 10 jobs. Okay. That's it. So if you sold, and I'm going to, I know you're probably listening to this in the car and you're trying to do the math. I'm going to simplify it for you. Okay. If you sold 10 jobs and the average job size was $3,200. Okay. That's assuming that every job that you sold was a two day job over the course of 20 days, which is five working days per week. Okay. Simple math here, guys. Just follow me. $3,200 per job, 10 jobs. That means you've sold $32,000 based on our metric of trying to hit a 50% margin. Okay. You should generate in gross profit, which means we're only calculating our sales minus our job costs. Okay. So $32,000 divided by two you should generate a gross profit of $16,000 if you optimize, right? So optimization is looking at everything on a granular perspective, which means a small, like very, very detailed view. And then if you do that, obviously the macro perspective, the big perspective is going to be, hey, if I focus on making 50% on every single day or every single job that I bid, ultimately the big picture will say that over the course of a month, I'm going to make 50% profit. Okay, but let's get back to the leads. All right, so you need to sell 10 jobs. If your closing ratio is only 25%, what does that mean? Well, that means that you need 40 leads. Okay, 
how did I get there? Well, 25% of 40 is 10. By the way, 25% closing ratio is super low. I mean, honestly, if you're hitting 25% closing ratio, you're probably just walking around the house and sending an estimate through email. If you actually like, like narrow down like your sales process, nail that down, like, which I'd love to help you with. If you ever want, just reach out to me and we'll talk about it. But if you ever, if you ever like got that down to a science, you could easily get to 35, 40%. What does that mean? Well, that means that you need to spend less money on marketing. Okay. Hello. So the investment in your sales process means that you actually spend less on marketing because it's going to increase your closing ratio. So if you actually sell 30%, okay, so let's say you get 40 leads and you sell 30% of those because you've increased your closing ratio. All right. That means that you sold 12 of the 40 opportunities. Okay. Does that make sense? I hope you guys are getting this. All right. So here's the thing though, in that span of a month, now that's what we're talking about. A span of a month, you got 40 leads, you know, initially you sold 10 of them at a 25% ratio. Okay. But now you worked on your sales process. Now you're selling 12. We said that each job is generating on average $1,600 per day, right? So by selling two more jobs, you've generated an additional $3,200 worth of revenue. Okay. So because you invested in Tanner's $97 sales course, you learned how to sell two more jobs. Okay. Guys, not a plug here, just being funny because that's the reality of it. Like you can, you know, get a sales course from somebody else. Reality of the situation is invest in education. I mean, if you sell one more job, you're going to increase, I mean, your sales ratio, which ultimately will lower your marketing costs and increase your sales at the same time. So yes, on the front end of it, it looks like, Hey Tanner, you know, you're selling, you know, you know, 12 jobs and the average job size is 1600 bucks. So you sold $19,200 right that month. But next month I might not have to buy as many leads. So, you know, looking at it like that, that's why it's so important to optimize your sales process, guys. Word of the day right here. Optimization. I hope you're getting this stuff. All right. So bringing it around full circle here. Okay. Looking at optimization, let's say we did sell those additional two jobs. Okay. How can we get our crews to optimize the production in that span of time? Because our costs are fixed when it comes to labor. Our team is going to show up from Monday through Friday and work 40 hours. Everyone gets a fixed rate. It's our job as business owners to optimize that time. So when it comes to optimization, project management is so important. Scheduling is so important because what we need to do is we need to squeeze as much work as possible from Monday to Friday inside of our business to be completed. Now, here's the thing. If you have four guys and you can only you know, handle two jobs. Um, and those two jobs are only worth six grand. Okay. Then, and they, and they take from Monday to Friday to do it. That's not optimization in my 50% margin scenario. 
So a couple things need to happen. Either you need to go there and project manage and see why the job is taking so long. Or number two, you need to find new people to come in and work faster and more optimized. Are they playing on their phone? What are they doing that's taking so long? Or number three, you need to add team members. Okay, so that's another thing that I think you should think about. If you're only operating with three guys on a crew, you should say, okay, these three guys are only completing $6,000 worth of work in a week. Let me see what happens if I put a fourth guy. And that fourth guy over time may squeeze a job that normally takes three days down to two days, which means you can throw in another job, maybe a one day job in a week of five days. So for example, you know, it, let's say you have three guys right now and it's taking them three days to do a 2000 square foot exterior. Okay. Monday through Wednesday, you go out, you sell another job, um, for two days, it's let's say a, a you know a two day interior. So you were only able to do that three day and that two day, okay. And let's say you're only able to sell it for you know just giving going back to that six thousand dollars example, six grand, okay. So you have a fixed cost on those employees of let's say I don't know two grand, okay. Those employees cost the same amount from Monday through Friday, two grand. Okay. I'm just using the labor costs right now. And you sold your job for, you sold both jobs for six grand. Okay. So that's four grand left over for paint. And then that would be your gross profit after you spend on paint materials. Okay. But let's say you add one more person. So that three day exterior turns into a two day and that two day interior, let's say stays at a two day. So your team of four actually completed six grand worth of work in four days, Monday through Thursday. So let's say you go out and sell a one day, you know, living room interior. Okay. And that job was only $1,500. Okay. The crew of three initially was completing six grand worth of work and costing you two grand. Okay. But now you actually hired someone else Monday through Friday for $800. Let's say that's what you're paying them super high, $20 an hour. But that makes the difference between being able to get done six grand worth of work and using an example here, $7,500 worth of work. Okay. So you were actually able to increase revenue on Friday from 70, from six grand to now 7,500 for that week. Um, and yes, you do have an additional labor cost. You do have an additional paint cost, but you're still making profit. So let's say for example, that six grand obviously left four grand over, um, for labor and for paint. When you hit that 7,500, okay, guess what? Your labor cost now becomes 2,800. All right. For the week, because we added another guy. Okay. Follow me here. So now your leftover amount is $4,700. Okay. Yes. We got to spend additional money on paint for that additional day, but a one day job should only be about $250, 300 worth of paint. That means that you've brought yourself to, um, an additional, additional gross profit of four or $500. Now I'm just using basic numbers here, but I want you to get the principle. You need to look at what, how to optimize and don't think of it on a big scale. Just do it with one crew. Like that is what I've done in my business to help really just like us, us be super optimal. I try to optimize everything. I optimize my, my administrative tasks. Like you wouldn't believe guys. I run a business with 12 employees. We do 250 houses. I'm very close with my employees. Love my guys. They, you know, we're like a family. Okay. We get it done. All right. But I optimize the system where I don't have to go and do estimates anymore. 
I send Chris to go do estimates. He takes pictures of the jobs, upload them, uploads them into um, an app called Trello. I get all the pictures, and then in Drip Jobs, I send the uh, proposals out. And obviously, you guys know Drip Jobs is an automation platform. So as soon as I send that quote out, they get followed up with automatically for the next thirty days. I had a guy yesterday, no, two days ago. Okay respond to a 30-day follow-up. This was a $12,000 job. The follow-up pretty much said, hey, it's been a month. Can you believe it since the last time we spoke and sent you that quote? Did you have any questions? He responded to it, yeah, can you do the job for eleven grand, $1,000 off? I'm always up for negotiation because I know my numbers. I know my margins. So I said, actually, no, I can't get that low, but if you put down a deposit today, I'll do it for eleven five. And just like that, we got the job, a job that we would have never gotten had those follow-ups not been sent because who follows up after three weeks? Nobody. But if you have an automation system doing it, optimizing, okay, done. So that's somebody that was at once, at one point a lead that we earned. We went out and spent time doing an estimate. It never converted. And then a month later, he sends me a follow-up message or I send him an automated follow-up message through Drip Jobs. He messages back and we close the deal and we can move on to the next. That's optimizing your resources, guys. So when it comes to optimization, that's what your focus should be on as a business owner. How can I maximize resources, okay, ongoing with less resources than I use to get to this point, okay? And uh, and that's exactly the focus of my business. That's how I do it. So listen, guys, I know that was a lot. Hold on one second had to get some water for that one. That was a, uh, that was a lot of back and forth. I, I, you know, and maybe replay this one, you know, understand, I, I, I think I hit it all, you know, but I want you to understand this concept of like business and entrepreneurship and ownership is about optimization. And that's not at the expense of your team. You know, please don't do that. Please don't optimize at the expense of somebody by cutting wages, cutting costs, you know, on paint, like, no, like, or, or materials to optimize. Like, I hate that. No, you just need to be more creative as a business owner. You know, you don't need to lower people's wages and you don't need to, you know, cut back on material and, and do something um, that would jeopardize your integrity just to optimize. Like businesses do that. And, you know, it just requires a little thinking, you know? So if you want to optimize your business, if you want to reach out to me, I'm happy to offer you a free coaching session, business breakthrough. Always free, always will be. Um, second part of this, guys, trip jobs. Please check it out. Um, overwhelming response so far. Um, I think we have fifty contractors now using it. Um, it's awesome, man. Trip jobs is the best. So if you're using Joyce or any of those other estimating platforms, and you want something, um, you know that that I, I truly believe is going to be a game changer for our industry. If you want to try it out, I'll, I'll I'll actually do a one-on-one demo with you and show you how it works and. You know, you can decide if it's a good fit for you, but I think it will be. Um, we'll set it, we'll set the whole thing up for you, show you how it works. And I mean, you'll be off to the races, optimization. I mean, look at the cost of things and then look at how it optimizes. Like, like when I try to sell people drip jobs, first of all, a lot of people are skeptical. You know, it's like, well, what is this? Like, all right. And then they look at the price and they're like $97 a month. Like, oh my gosh. Like, you know, why would I pay that much when Joyce is free? Like, you know, I'm like, well, well, look at it. Like Joyce is totally different. Like that just sends estimates to people. That's not optimization. I can do that like easily for free on any, anywhere. So there has to be a reason drip jobs cost $97 a month. Like there has to be some reason. Well, the reason is, is because it optimizes your resources. So for example, if you spend $4,000 on leads, like we discussed, okay, 
that's for, that's 40 people you have to text, call, and email. Okay. And if you don't do that, you won't convert that lead to an appointment. What does strip jobs do? Well, it follows up with them automatically. It sends out drip messages, texts, emails. Okay. And it gets them to book appointments while you're doing other things in your life, not calling leads. Okay. Optimizes your resources. You spent four grand. You bought a system that's $97. Okay. Well, how much are you going to lose if those leads do not convert to sales? Right. I mean, that's, that's the mindset. And those who buy into things that optimize their processes are usually the ones that are doing really well because they understand you got to spend money to make money and you got to spend money to save money. Right. So you got to spend on things that save you money long-term. Hello, a software that, you know, optimizes your resources, you know? So not only does drip jobs optimize leads that come in, okay. Create a great customer experience. It sends estimates, invoices, does payments, everything you would need schedulers. I mean, guys, I built this with my business. Like I use it in my business every day. I built this because I live the life of a contractor. I know what we need software nowadays. They really don't care about contractors. They want to serve everybody. I want to care. I, I care about the contractors. So I built a software. People are leaving software that has gotten millions in funding millions. They tell me what I say, what are you using? Oh, and they tell me a software that has millions in funding, huge infrastructure, 200 employees. Great. They jump ship to drip jobs, a software that I bootstrapped right now. It's just me and David. You guys probably are starting to see David on Instagram and stuff. He's, he's my buddy. He's, he's, he's head in sales and Andrew, you know, I have, I have a, a small little team, but we're trucking along and we're going to make a, an impact and a difference, you, you know, with this software. So Anyway, um, would really love for you to check it out. I think it's going to be a uh, absolute game changer and you being in so early, you know, you really get the concierge service. I mean, not saying I'm special, but I built it and I'd love to walk you through it from my perspective and really dive into the details, um, with you. So, all right. So I think you should find a link somewhere on this podcast, uh, description. It'll have a link to drip jobs and you can check it out. Thanks guys for listening. I hope this gives you a new perspective and you take it and run with it and be great. See you later. Drip Jobs CRM is finally here. That's right. So Drip Jobs is an automation platform for contractors, home service professionals. It's going to automatically follow up with your customers. It's going to allow you to send invoices, estimates. It's going to allow you to send out blast marketing emails to individuals based on where they are in the buying process. This software is next level. And I'm reaching out to you. You're a listener of this podcast, and I want you to be one of the first ones to give it a shot. So if you want to see what Drip Jobs can do for your business, I'd love for you to head over to dripjobs.com, sign up for a free demo, and get your team involved, and let us sit with you and show you how powerful this software is. It's going to save you time. It's going to make you money, and you're going to love the features that are built into Drip Jobs. So if you want to check it out, head over to dripjobs.com, and we will give you first priority being a podcast listener uh, to be one of the very first to try out Drip Jobs in your home service business. I'm super excited to share that with you, and I'll catch you on the next episode.